0: Good morning everyone, and a very warm welcome to this service of worship with Paisley St. George's. If you haven't got an order of service, please do not worry, I will intimate the hymns as we go through. This morning we will celebrate the Sacrament of Holy Communion. If you're here in the building, you should have received a little cup containing a wafer and non-alcoholic wine as you entered the sanctuary. If you're worshipping at home, you might want to make sure that you have maybe a piece of bread and some juice for the when we reach the sacrament near the end of this morning's worship i hope that those of you who were at trachea and people's yesterday had a lovely time despite the problems that i heard about with the coach and the parking but i'm glad the weather held reasonably fair for you the There is a short and the annual stated meeting will take place after worship next Sunday, the 26th of June. At this, the accounts for St George's for the previous year will be presented and it's a good opportunity for us to share something of the work of this new congregation of St George's. The annual bowling evening will take place on Tuesday the 5th of July, 6pm for 6.15 start delighted that this can go ahead and I don't know whether to attempt to go or not because the last time I attempted to go to a bowling evening there must have been about six inches of water in the green (laughs) so I don't know we'll see but if you're interested in that find the forms in the around the church entrance doors throughout the building and your entry slips go into the silver boxes. Church keys Would anyone who has a set of keys for any building that they're no longer entitled to for duties that they currently currently undertake, please return them to any of the Session Clerk team. That's Hamish, Muriel or Stephen by the second Sunday of July. The Connect Hub this week is held in the Outreach Centre at one30 on Tuesday. Am I right in saying that there is a retiring offering today for Adam's House? Yes. yes, thank you. So, Adam's House is a Church of Scotland, or Crossreach care home, that's located in Eldersley, that offers services to people who suffer from dementia. So, as you leave, there is the opportunity to give to support the work of Crossreach there. And these are all the intimations. On this safeguarding Sunday we gather in the presence of God who loves each one of us. We come those who seem perfect, those who are at peace. We come those who seem tarnished, those who are discomforted. We we come together to worship God, all of us, all loved, all called, all forgiven, for all our hope is in God. So let's stand if able to worship God by, in singing hymn 198. Let us build a house where love can dwell. Hymn 198. in this place. So let's come to God in prayer. Let's pray. God of many names and none, you know us each by name and you know who we are in a way that no one else ever fully can. The good and the bad together. What is broken, what is whole, what is on the long, slow way to being mended. You see the outside face that we present to the world and you know about the doubts and questions churning around inside. You know where we have come from and how we are today and who one day we will become. You see all the many facets of the complex jewels that we are and As we are, you love us. Living God, that needs time to sink in. As we are, you love us. There is a part of us that wants to jump for joy, to know that at last we have been recognised. Another part that wants to run and hide. We do neither of these things but take time in our imaginations to look on the one who looks on us and deep down inside us without just judgment disgust or fear but only with compassion and welcome we come as many did to Jesus in his lifetime we come in search of wholeness integration, a piecing together of the shattered fragments of our lives. Not an invisible repair, but highlighted in gold, as Japanese potters do, so that our wounds become part of our story, and your skill is on display for all to see. Lord, cast out the demons of prejudice and fear, we pray, From our homes and our churches and our world so may our lives bear witness to your goodness and the transforming power of your love lord hear us now as we pray together in your words praying our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Can I squeeze past Thank you, Brent. I'm having a wee look round. Just Alexander this morning, no others. Little children, I know we're all God's children, and I know we're all children at heart, so that's fine. Good morning, Alexander. Lovely to see you. Now, this morning, later on, we're going to hear from the Bible a fairly long and maybe a rather strange story about Jesus. And I thought that we might hear it first, and I'm going to try and tell you it as simply as I can. So are you are listening? And then I've got something for you to do. Are we all listening? Yeah. Good. There was once a man who was really really frightened and he was sad. And he was well known where he lived and he lived on the outskirts of the town in not a nice place at all and I think that lots of the people in the town would talk about him. And this man had heard about Jesus So lots of people heard about Jesus, and because he'd heard about Jesus and what Jesus did, he wanted to go and see Jesus. So he went to see Jesus. And when he got there, he collapsed. He fell down. fell down screaming. And people round about heard all the commotion. And what do people do when there's a commotion? They go to see what's going on, don't they? Because we're all a wee bit curious. So they went to see what was happening. But by the time they got there they found the man sitting with Jesus and the man was calm and he was no longer frightened he was no longer sad and Jesus had made him whole he'd made him well again and then Jesus went away back to Galilee where he was from and he told the man to go back to where he, his home and everywhere that that man went He told the people all about Jesus and all about what Jesus had done for him. And you know, he was so happy that Jesus had made him well. So that's this morning's story in my words. We're going to hear it later in the words of the Bible. But I thought this morning that you might like to draw, and I've got a couple of paper plates. On one side, can you draw me a happy face? And on the other, a sad face. So the sad face, for what the man was like, maybe a frightened face even, when the man came to meet Jesus, and the happy face for what he was like when he went away back. And then this double sided tape on the back so you can stick them together. So we've got a happy face on one side and a sad face on the other. Well I give you these and give you over the pencils. And there is a worksheet here if you and there's a blank side to the back of it, so you can do on that what you want. There's a few there. Okay, and there's the pencils. There you go, and you might as well stay sitting beside there with your dog. I hope that dog doesn't bark too much later on. I hope he's quiet. Do you think he, do you know what? If he barks, it's fine. Absolutely fine. So, we spoke just now about Jesus making this man well. So we're going to sing of that in our next hymn. We're going to sing from the church hymn book, Purple One, hymn number 351. Jesus' hands were kind hands. Thank you. Gospel, Luke chapter 8, and I read from verses 26 to 39. So Luke chapter 8, reading from verses 26 to 39. Let's listen for God's word. They sailed to the region of the Gerasenes, which is across the lake from Galilee. When Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a demon-possessed man from the town. For a long time, This man had not worn clothes or lived in a house, but had lived in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his voice. What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had commanded the impure spirit to come out of the man. Many times it had seized him, and though he was chained hand and foot and kept under guard, he had broken his chains and had been driven by the demon into solitary places. Jesus asked him, what is your name? Legion, he replied, because many demons had gone into him. And they begged Jesus repeatedly not to order them to go into the abyss. A large herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside. The demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs and he gave them permission. When the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When those tending the pigs saw what had happened, they ran off and reported this in the town and countryside and the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they found a man from whom the demons had gone out, sitting at Jesus' feet, dressed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Those who had seen it told the people how the demon-possessed man had been cured. Then, all the people of the region of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, because they were overcome with fear. So he got into the boat and left. The man from whom the demons had gone out begged to go with them. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told all over town how much Jesus had done for him. Amen. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Our next hymn, hymn 718, tells of the healing power of God. Hymn 718, We Cannot Measure How You Heal. we thought a lot about God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit or God who created us, God who redeemed us and God who sustains us. In the Gospels we hear so much of Jesus meeting with people and we hear of people having their lives changed by that meeting. This morning we heard of one such meeting, the meeting between Jesus and the demon-possessed man, sometimes referred to as legion. We heard of Jesus casting out the demons from this disturbed man and the Gadarenes did not like what Jesus had done as it said the whole population of the Gadarene district was overcome by fear and so asked Jesus to go away they asked Jesus to go away I wonder why well maybe firstly like so many of us maybe they hated having their routine of life disturbed. They knew Legion. They knew what he was like. They knew where he lived. He was part of their community. He was part of their everyday life. And life went on reasonably peacefully until there arrived this disturbing Jesus. And they hated him. More people hate Jesus because he disturbs them than for any other reason. all know if Jesus says to someone you must give up this habit you must change your life. If Jesus says to an employer you can't be a Christian and make people work under conditions like that. If Jesus says to a landlord you can't take money for slums like that. Well the folks are liable to say to him aren't they go away and leave me in peace. I wonder just what Jesus would say to our government just now as it seeks to send asylum seekers to Rwanda. Jesus disturbs things. And that's what he calls us to do, to disturb things. To seek justice. But the second reason, perhaps, that the Gerasenes did not like Jesus' actions was because they loved their swine, the pigs, more than they valued a human soul. And one of life's supreme dangers is to value things more than people but no thing nothing in this world can ever be as important as a person and Legion the man who was cured was a person Legion was a person and Jesus cared for him just as Jesus cared for and cares for all people And I suppose we can all empathise with Legion's desire to come with Jesus once he's been healed. When Jesus got into the boat, Legion wanted to go with him. But Jesus said, no, go home. Sometimes Christian witness, like Christian charity, begins at home. It would be so much easier to live and speak for Christ among people who do not know us. I know at first I found it much easier to speak in churches other than my home church. And I think that goes for so many of us. We find it hard to witness amongst the people who know us. So it's easier to live and speak for Christ among people who do not know us. But here, well, here is where we are. And for most of us, here is where Christ has set us. And here in this town in Paisley is where Jesus needs us to witness for him. And if it should happen that we're the only Christian in the shop, the office, the school, the factory, the circle in which we live, our work, then that's not a matter for lamentation. It's a challenge. It's a challenge in which God says, go and tell the people you meet every day what I have done for you. Go and tell the people you meet every day what I have done for you. And that, in a way, is what Jesus said to Legion. He told Legion to go back home, to go back home and to tell them what God has done for you. And Legion did this. He did as Jesus had told him. The man went all over the town proclaiming what Jesus had done for him. Jesus changed Legion all those years ago. Today, Jesus still changes people. Now, a few years ago, here in in what was then Stowbray I shared a children's story and at that time I said that I might share it with the children so I decided to do just that today so I'd like to read this book with you and Alexander if you want to listen just now that would be great but if you get fed up go back to colouring in that's absolutely fine the story is called You Are Special and I think I'm going to come a wee bit closer so I can show Alexander the pictures okay So, the Wemmicks were small wooden people carved by a woodworker named Eli. Each Wemmick was different. Some had big noses, others had large eyes, some were tall and others were short. So a wee bit like the folks in here, (laughs) if we look round, because some are tall, some are short. I'm not going to go any further than that. (laughs) Okay, but each Wemmick had a box of golden star stickers and a box of grey dot stickers. And the wooden people went around the village sticking stars or dots on one another. I wonder why they did that? Well, the pretty ones got stars and the wennix with rough wood or chipped paint, they got dots. The talented ones got stars too, Some could jump over tall boxes, or sing pretty songs. Others though could do little. They got dots. Punchinello was one of these. He tried to jump high like the others, but he always fell. So the Wemmicks would give him dots. When he tried to explain why he'd fallen, he would say something silly. And the Wemmicks, they gave him more dots. Doesn't he look sad? He does, he looks all forlorn and sad. And he's covered in dots. He deserves lots of dots, the wooden people would say. After a while, Punchinello believed them. I'm not a good Wemmick, he decided. So he stayed inside most of the time. When he did go outside, He hung around other Wemmicks who also had lots of dots. He felt better around them. One day he met a different kind of Wemmick named Lucia. She had no dots or stars. Look, there's no dots or stars on Lucia. Not one. Punchinello's covered in dots, isn't he? The Wemmicks admired Lucia for having no stars. No, they admired Lucia for having no dots, so they'd give her a star, but it would fall off. Others gave her a dot for having no stars, but that wouldn't stick either. Nothing stuck to Lucia. That's the way I want to be, thought Punchinello. So he asked Lucia how she did it. It's easy, she replied. Every day I visit Eli the woodcarver. Why? You'll find out if you go and see him. Then Lucia turned and skipped away. have not she got a lovely smile as she explains all of that to Punchinello? But will he want to see me, Punchinello wondered. Later at home he sat and he watched the wooden people giving each other stars and dots. It's not right, he muttered to himself. And he decided to go and see Eli. (coughs) Punchinello walked up the narrow path and stepped into Eli's shop. His eyes grew big. The stool was as tall as he was. He had to stretch on tiptoe to see the top of the workbench. Punchinello swallowed hard. I'm not staying here. Then he heard his name. Punchinello? The voice was deep and strong. How good to see you. Come, let me have a look at you. Panchinello looked up. You know my name? Of course, I made you. Eli picked him up and set him on the bench. Looks like you've been given some very bad marks, said the maker. I didn't mean to, Eli. I tried, I really tried hard. Punchinello, I don't care what the other Wemmicks think. You don't? No, you shouldn't either. What they think doesn't matter. All that matters is what I think. And I think you are very special. Punchinello laughed. Me? Special? Why? I'm not very talented and my paint's peeling. Why do I matter to you? Eli spoke very slowly. Because you're mine. That's why you matter to me. Punchinello didn't know what to say. Every day I've been hoping you would come to me, Eli explained. I came because I met Lucia, said Punchinello. Why don't the sicker stay on her? The maker spoke softly, because she has decided that what I think is more important than what others think. The stickers only stick if you let them. What? The stickers only stick if if they matter to you. The more you trust my love, the less you care about their stickers. I'm not sure I understand. Eli smiled. You will. But it will take time for now come to see me every day and let me remind you how much i care eli lifted punchinello off the bench and set him on the ground remember eli said as punchinello was leaving you are special because i made you and i don't make mistakes punchinello didn't stop but in his heart he thought I think he really means it. And when he did, a dot fell to the ground. And in a way, we can think of Punchinello being like us. And who made us? God made us. And who loves us? God loves us. God loves all of us. He loves us, no matter what we're like. And he knows each one of us by name, because to God, we are so so special.
1: You listened very well, thank you.
0: As I said, the Wemmicks judged one another and because of this Punchinello thought that he was not a good Wemmick, that he was worthless. His maker, his creator, tells him otherwise, And God, as I said to Alexander, God is our maker, God is our creator and we're all made in God's image and we are all precious to him and in the church we have a duty, a responsibility to make sure that all are welcome and all are safe and all are valued, that nobody is mistreated or bullied and that's the responsibility of each of us but we also have within the Church of Scotland a safeguarding system, a safeguarding system which offers training to volunteers and to trustees. Every congregation has a safeguarding coordinator who lets us know about available training and who supports volunteers as they go through the necessary checks before beginning to work with children or vulnerable adults. Our safeguarding coordinator is Jean. Jean's sitting over there and she'll wave to us. Jean's details are on the notice boards in the passageway. But for just now, I want us to remember that no matter who we are, God has created us. He has created each one of us in his image. And God loves us. But let's give the Bible the last word. Let's hear just some sound bites. You are his child. You are his child. You are loved. You are loved. You are forgiven you are forgiven you are chosen these verses you are his child you are loved you are forgiven you are chosen these verses apply to all of us and when we take them into our hearts they remind us of so much and they strengthen us to do God's work to do his work faith to be if you like brave enough like the one called legion brave enough to go out into our world into our places of work into our neighborhood to share the good news and great love of jesus christ for god has made us god loves us god cherishes us to god the father god the son and god the holy spirit be glory and praise now and forever. Amen. As we sing our next hymn, our offerings will be brought forward. We sing the hymn 505, all that I am, all that I do. And as we sing it, let's dedicate ourselves to God and to his work. Hymn 505. Mm. Let's come before God in prayer as we dedicate our offerings and pray for others. Let's pray. Loving God, our offerings are here before you. But if money is all we bring, we might as well stop pretending tending to be followers of Jesus, who gave nothing less than himself to everyone he met. He tested boundaries, challenged preconceptions, and put his own life on the line in order to show what love is really all about and what it costs. And so, if we can, and insofar as we can, we offer our commitment to his way, his way of inclusion and acceptance, his way of breaking down barriers, his way of enabling all people, including ourselves, to find their true identity on him. Gracious God, today on this Safeguarding Sunday, we cannot pray for those who are vulnerable without admitting that we are vulnerable too. The sick, the lonely, the sad, the bereaved. That's many of us already. The homeless, the despairing, the refugee, so very easily could be. And so, as we pray for others, we pray for ourselves. We pray for those who are physically ill and for those whose minds are in turmoil, unbeknown perhaps to the people round about them. We give thanks for those who have been brave enough to speak about their experiences of mental illness and ask for healing, not just for them, but for a world that shuns and devalues them. We pray for any who are demonised on account of what they believe or where they come from, the way they look, the way they speak, or whom they love. We remember how fearless Jesus was in reaching out to people whom others despised, how he noticed the ones whom others chose to ignore and gave them back their sense of self-worth. We remember what he said about the first being last and the last being first and how angry it made him when power was abused and vulnerable people exploited. Lord, in a moment of silence, we bring you our prayers, our prayers for those closest to us and for those far away from us, people we know and people we've yet to meet. Lord, as we pray, we remember Jesus' last, most fervent prayer, that all his people should be one, and with deep humility, we pray for his prayers to be answered, and for us to accept the changes that will need to be made, if your kingdom is to come, your will to be done, and your name glorified here on earth, as it is in heaven. Amen. And now we're going to stand and sing our next hymn. It is a well-loved, the great communion hymn. And as we stand and sing it, two of our elders will bring the bread and the wine to the table to symbolise the contents of the cups that have already been distributed as you arrived in church. So we stand if able to sing hymn number 19, Ye Gates, lift up your heads on high. table not of the church but of the Lord. It is to be made ready for those who love him and those who want to love him more. Come not because it is I who invite you it is our Lord it is his will that those who want him should meet him here. As we're seated around this table Let us hear the story of how this sacrament began. On the night on which Jesus was betrayed, he sat at supper with his disciples. While they were eating, he took a piece of bread, said a blessing, broke it, and gave it to them with the words, This is my body. It is broken for you. Do this to remember me. Later, he took a cup of wine saying, this cup is God's new covenant sealed with my blood. Drink from it, all of you to remember me. So now, following Jesus' example and command, we take this bread and this wine, this wafer and this juice, the ordinary things of the world, which Christ will make special, And as he said a prayer before sharing, let us do so too. Let's pray. May the Lord be with us. Let us lift up our hearts to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Loving God, you made this world marvellous for us to enjoy. You gave Jesus to be our friend and to bring us to you. You send your Spirit to make us one family in Christ. For these gifts of your love, we thank you and join with angels and saints in this joyful hymn of praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. For all your kindness to us and your goodness to all, we give you thanks. We thank you that you showed your love by sending your son who gave his life for us and rose again from death and lives to pray for us forever. We thank you that he has taken away all that separates us from us. From you and has made us friends with you and with one another. We thank you that He has brought us together at this table to strengthen us by His love. Lord God, send your Holy Spirit on us and on these your gifts of bread and wine that we may know Christ's presence, real and true, healing forgiving and making us whole, that we may become for you, your body, your body loving and caring in the world until your kingdom comes. All this we ask through Jesus Christ who is our risen Lord and Saviour. Amen. Among friends gathered round a table, Jesus took bread broke it and said this is my body which is broken for you do this to remember me and later he took the cup and said this is the new relationship with God made possible because of my death take this all of you to remember me Lamb of God you take away the sin of the world have mercy upon us Lamb of God you take away the sin of the world have mercy on us Lamb of God you take away the sin of the world grant us your peace taste and see that the lord is good these are the gifts of god for the people of god When Jesus rose from the dead, he came and stood among his friends and showing them his hands and his side, he said, Peace be with you. Not an easy peace, not an insignificant peace, not a half-hearted peace, but the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ is with us now. Peace be with you. Let's share it with each other, perhaps simply by saying the words or perhaps we might like, as we've been doing, to sign the peace. So remember, peace be with you. having shared the peace with one another with a big smile on our faces. Let's pray. Generous giver of life, you supply us with all good things. We thank you for your goodness to us at the table of our Lord Jesus Christ, where we have remembered him and offered ourselves to his service. May this bread and wine be the nourishment we seek and may it transform us into disciples who serve in your world. May this precious gift which we have received be shared with all whose lives we touch, that our love of you and your love in us may shine for the salvation of the world. Amen. And now we stand if able to sing our closing hymn, hymn 739, The Church's One Foundation, is jesus christ our lord hymn 739. now as we go from here, come with us, Lord, in our brokenness and bring healing. Come with us, Lord, into our divided world and unite us. Come with us, Lord, and cast from us what is not of you, that we may live as your children in your world. And the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, rest and remain with each one of you and all those whom you love this day and forevermore.